project Taryag day 66 and we are holding by the Hakdama to Seyf Dvarim. And the Chinuch says like this. The Ramban writes the Indian of Seyf Dvarim which is called Mishnah Torah because Moshe Rabbeinu before Klayashal came into Eretz Yisrael he repeats most of the mitzvahs of the Torah which Klayashal would need in Eretz Yisrael and he warns them a number of times about the dangers of the Avodah of the people living in Eretz Yisrael and he warns them of the punishments which will happen to them if they don't keep to the Torah in the future but the mitzvahs which are Nagaya to the Midbar or to the Kohenim of the Beis HaMikdash Moshe didn't see the need to repeat in Sefer Dvarim. There are a number of mitzvahs in Sefer Dvarim which weren't mentioned previously in the other Svarim, such as Yibum, Moetishemra, the Din of Agat, the Din of Adam Zemimim. Even though these things were told to Moshe Rabbeinu, like the rest of the Torah, in the first year after the Torah was given, because there were no new mitzvahs given to Moshe in Arvis Moav, and therefore this was just a repetition that Moshe gave the Jewish people of the mitzvahs that had been given before. And even though they weren't mentioned previously in the Torah, we have the rule, that the Torah doesn't necessarily bring things in the, the chronological order that they happened. And because there are many dimensions of understanding Torah and learning Torah, therefore there could be other reasons why the Torah only brings these mitzvahs now, which means the master of all wisdom understands how to write the Torah in the way which everything is incorporated in it. Mitzvah tov yudadad, and that is not to appoint a dayan, a judge who does not the Torah and isn't worthy of being a dayan, which was mitzvah would apply to the body in charge of appointing Dayanim, which is either the Sanhedrin or Godel, or maybe the leader of the goddess, or the king. And that is, the Pasuk says, that Akiru Panim Bamishpot, you shouldn't play favoritism when it comes to judgments. And Chazal understand that to mean that the person who is Mamuna, who is appointed to make Dayanim, shouldn't pick Dayanim based on personal preference, if they're not worthy of being Dayanim. Even if they have a number of positive points, but nevertheless they need a certain knowledge and Chachm of the Torah in order to qualify them as Dayanim. And Chazal say, if you say somebody is strong or he's wealthy or he's popular and therefore I should make him a Dayan, the Torah says, let upon him, because what's going to happen is someone who isn't qualified to be a Dayan is going to issue wrong Psakim and harm people, so to speak, by issuing judgments against them. Besides the obvious requirement that a dain has to know the halacha, there are other requirements for a dain as well, such as he has to be a person who himself keeps the halacha, has good midas, that no one will be able to turn around to him and say that before you tell us how to act, you have to act appropriately on your own. That's what the Torah calls in the Pazak of the Yonim, it has other requirements as well. And it says that actually Ansri Chayel, people who are in the mitzvahs, they are stronger than the Yetzirah, they don't do a virus. And she Emes, no they have no bad reputation or rumors about them. Same thing, they are not scared to intervene to help the 
victim even if it's against the stronger party. And just like Moshe Rabbeinu was prepared to fight the shepherds of Midian to save Yisra's daughters, same thing, every Dayan has to be willing to stand up for who he believes to be the party who's been wronged, even if they're the weaker party. So in Ebetza, the Pazak says that they won't take bribery. Chazal gave even further that even their own money they don't don't love. They, so to speak, hate the idea of taking money. And this mitzvah applies in every place and time, whenever they're going to be Dayanim. And if a person's over in this and appoints a Dayan who isn't qualified to be a Dayan for any other reason, either because it's his relative or because it's his friend, he's been battle this mitzvah later, I say, and says, he deserves a big punishment because as a result of him, there'll be a miscarriage of justice in all the psakim that this dying issues. Says the chinuch, it appears to him that this mitzvah can be extended to any time that the call, the community, wants to accept on itself as person in charge of a certain union, a certain thing that he has to do that they have to find the most appropriate and the most worthy person to be appointed. And they shouldn't be afraid to refuse a candidate who doesn't deserve or isn't qualified for the position. Chazal also said that a person who sets up a dying who is not worthy, it's like they put up a statue in the base of Mikdash, and it is not in to respect a, a judge who doesn't deserve the title. Mitzvah Tov and that is, a dayan shouldn't be afraid to issue a judgment. The Pasuk says, Don't fear any man. And therefore, even if it's somebody aggressive, somebody powerful, the dayan has to issue the din keeping by the Torah and not think about the consequences of offending or passing against somebody who might be aggressive. And says this is free, even if it's going to go to the stand that he's afraid that he'll kill him or somebody else or cause him major damage. Allah is that's not a guy dying, he's not allowed to be afraid, he has to pass him based on what Allah is. And the reason for this is obvious uh, the dying is entrusted with the job of making sure that the MS is upheld. The Allah is before the Dayan's heard the case, and therefore he doesn't know what the din is or what the factors of the case are, he's allowed to say that he doesn't want to judge it. And if he sees one of the litigants as somebody who would threaten him, he's allowed to refuse to take the case. However, once he's heard the two sides and he knows what the Allah is, then this mitzvah applies and it's also for him to refuse to pass it on the case. This mitzvah applies in every place and every time to men who could be Dayanim, if a person is over in this and he refuses to judge, once he's already decided what the halacha is because he's afraid of one of the litigants, or if he changes the halacha because of he's afraid to pass it against one of the parties, he's over on this lap. Mitzvah taf tes zayin, and that's a mitzvah of not to covet, not to want someone else's money. This is the addition in the second set of the series of Debris to what it says in the first set. It says, A person shouldn't desire his friend's house. Says the the reason is because once a person wants something which doesn't belong to him, then it's, just, it's going to start trying to hatch schemes how to get it or how to take it away from the other person. And even if he 
is going to offer to buy is it might be the other person doesn't want to sell and or to take it by force and therefore the Torah already forbids the first step which is bringing the desire which might lead to that the Rambam says the difference between this Isra and the Isra of Leitachmoid which is what the Torah says in the first set of Debris because Leitachmoid means actively taking it away from the other person whether by force or by giving him money and convincing him to sell and let this other applies to the feeling a person has that he wants something even before he's actually taking steps to try and, to ch- try and obtain it. And even though the one will bring to the other one, since there's two stages, he calls them to Lavin. And if a person is going to ask, how is it possible to instruct somebody not to want something, especially if he himself is lacking and he sees that his friend has so much, so it's a natural human emotion to want, how is it possible to instruct him that, uh, that the wanting the, of what belongs to him is wrong. Says the Chinuch, a person must think that the person has the ability to make decisions and therefore to decide what he wants to think and what he wants to feel. And therefore, since his heart's up to him to dictate to where he wants to, what he wants it to do, therefore, Kaddish Baruch Hu, who is aware of a person's feelings and thoughts, you can check so to speak, what a person is feeling and thinking. And nothing a person thinks or wants is hidden from him. And he can punish and reward in the area of a person's feelings and thoughts as well. And therefore, if a Torah instructs a person not to want someone else's things, it's in his ability to impress on himself their manner not to want them. The reason for the mitzvah and that is that this will stop gazelles, stop people stealing from each other, which itself is a big Indian. And therefore, since it's a means to prevent people stealing, since gazelle is one of the Sheva Mitzvahs of the Chinuch wants to say that the myth Isser of wanting someone else's things, which might lead to gazelle, would also apply as one of the Sheva Mitzvahs and therefore be also to the whole world. Obviously, it would be also both to men and to women. And even though we call it two mitzvahs, and by the goyim, it's part of one mitzvah, says the chinuch, we find this by all the mitzvahs of the goyim, that what they are, so shiva mitzvahs, are categories, and within the category, there could be lots of individual isurim, just like, for example, by arise. There are a number of different levels of arise, which are also to goyim. It's all considered one of the shiva mitzvahs, b'nenach, which is a principle not to commit adultery or other isuri regarding arise. But when it comes to the actual pratim, there are a number of cases which are also. However, by the Jewish people, they aren't all called one mitzvah, they're all separate mitzvahs. The reason, says the Chinuch, is as part of the Ratzah, Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Zakat Yisrael, Kodesh Baruch Hu wants to give us more opportunities to earn reward, and therefore give us more mitzvahs. And therefore we have, in the same concept, sometimes even a mitzvah ase and a light ase, because it's a way of providing us a for both if we keep the mitzvah. A person who is over and wants something belonging to his friend, is over in the slate, I say, however, since it's not something which has a physical action, there won't be a punishment of Malchus. Mitzvah Tov Yud Zayin, and that's a mitzvah of Hashem, as we learn from the famous Pasuk, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elekeinu, Hashem Echad, and the way the Chinuch explains the mitzvah is that Kodesh Baruch Hu, is, who is the Adon HaKol, is the master of everything, is Elekeinu, is, is the source of all, all power which makes everything happen.
this is the mitzvah say, there's machonik shishonim, where the mitzvah Shema Yisrael is an introduction, and therefore it's, so to speak, Hashem identifying himself, like we saw in Nech Hashem Elekecho, and over here we're saying it's a mitzvah. And that is to know and to understand completely that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Rekeinu, Hashem is a Chod. This point is the Ikra of the Emunah of Klai Yisra, the knowledge of the existence of Hashem. This mitzvah is Mechayv a person to give up his life rather than transgress it, because anybody who doesn't admit that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ownership of the world, his oneness and his uh, power, that's clear, he's Kaifer, he's a heretic. And even in the fact that Hashem is one, also a person is meant to know that is one of the Ikriya Muna, which a person is prepared to be most nefesh for. This mitzvah applies in every place in time, both the men and the ladies. And if a person is over in this and doesn't believe Chas Vashalem in HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the Creator, or in the fact that he's only the only one, he's been battled with Mrs. Saseh, and as well as all the other mitzvahs in the Torah, which are all a result of the emuna of the Hashem's existence and His power. And says the Rambam, he loses his status as part of Klai Yisrael. He is now considered a min or a koifer. And we may that he is going to lose his chaylik in Olam Haba as well. This is one of the mitzvahs which a person can accomplish constantly by thinking about it. And that is that... A person can always be aware of the fact that Hashem Elikeinu is Hashem Echot. Mitzvah Tav Yud Ches, that's a mitzvah of Avas Hashem. The Pasuk says, V'ahaftas Hashem Elikecho. The person is instructed to love Hashem. And that is how do we do that. The opinion of the Chinuch. You think about and focus on what he does and his mitzvahs as much as we can understand them. And therefore, V'nis'aneg V'hashkachosay B'tachis O'ineg. We will rejoice in the fact that Hashem is protecting us and looking after us with the maximum enjoyment possible. And that's the lesson of concept of The Pasuk Sifri says, when it says, we'll have the any idea, how is a person meant to love Hashem? So it says, by speaking the word Hashem teaches you, that's what brings a person to Ava, because by relating and recounting Hashem's actions and Hashem's power, that brings a person to be immaculate, so to speak, to recognize a bit of his majesty, and that brings a person to want to connect to that. Same thing by being responded in the Torah, so, and seeing the vastness of Torah, the depth of Torah, that also brings a person in the person to want to connect to the source of the Chachma the Torah came from, which is Hashem. The second point is, the other person has for Hashem is meant to then inspire him to try and bring other people close to Hashem as well. The reason for the mitzvah is Pashat, and that is that it's the primary way and the best way to do the mitzvahs when a person is expressing the mitzvahs as a source of, or as a way of expressing his love for Hashem. A person is meant as a chinuch, all his wants and all his direction, all he thinks about, it's hard to achieve Avas Hashem. It should be something which is constantly in his mind. Whatever he does in the world or he has in the world, everything is literally meaningless and nothing compared to the amount of love he has for Hashem. He doesn't have anything else comparatively close. And the second point, the person spends time trying to be Masik Chochmah. 
because that's the way to come to Ava. And the more a person can think about these things and focus on them, and so there's not a single second of the day or the night where a person's awake and he's not remembering for himself the fact of the Ava he has for Hashem, because this is also one of the myths of the that a person can be Yetzir or be Mekayim always. This mitzvah also applies every day, every time, every place, both to men and to ladies. And if a person's open this mitzvah by focusing on other things which remove the thoughts of Avas Hashem from his mind, or some the meaninglessness of this world, which isn't Hashem Shemaim, just for the sake of in the pleasure of focusing on other things, or if you want something out of it, such as COVID or something else in this world, and you have these cases, it would be this mitzvah for as long as he did it, when he's not focusing on the mitzvah that he's meant to be, and that's Avas Hashem. Mitzvah Tav Yotas, that's the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. It's a mitzvah, I say, to learn the Chacham of the Torah and to teach it, and to know how to do the mitzvahs, and how to prevent ourselves from doing what Hashem asks us to do, and now the Halacha, and now the Dinim, and the Pazak says, Vishinantam Levanecha. The person meant to teach his sons, and Banecha also means Tamidecha, which means your students. And the choice of Vishinantam from something Shon, which is sharp, is that when a person teaches or knows, he learns, these answers should be sharp in his mouth, they shouldn't be hesitant, they shouldn't be unclear. And the reason for the mitzvah, because by learning, a person will learn Dark Hashem Yisparach, and otherwise he won't know. And uh, what to do, he won't understand what Hashem is trying to teach him. As soon as a boy can talk, his father is meant to teach him and and afterwards, as he gets older, he teaches him a little bit at a time the psukim of the Torah. When he's six or seven, he takes him to someone who teaches children, the Chana Vecheda. And it shouldn't be that he teaches him more than the child's ability, which is two ways down too heavily on him, until he's older and stronger and able to learn in a better or in a more rigorous manner. Because before that, he's not able to hold, so to speak, the difficulty of learning about his abilities. Whereas the Chinuch says, by overworking, you might faint, and we don't want that to happen. But once he's older and stronger, and he understands better, then it's right to push him to learn more. Then you should, so to speak, figuratively put his neck under the olive of Torah, and which means he should be completely involved in Torah, and not, so to speak, disconnected from it at all. How much a person has to teach his son, the Mishnah says, the Gemara says, and brings his example from Zvulim ben Dan, whose father taught him Mikra, which means the Tanakh, Mishnah, the Talmud, Halachas, Vagodas. The Gemara then says, the minimum chiv is no Mikra, even though for sure there's more schar about teaching more things, especially those things just to know, in order to keep them in the Mesa. If a person didn't learn or wasn't taught from his parents, but when he gets older, he has to learn himself. The person is to know and return in order to be able to. The person is to continue learning Torah until the day he dies. The person has opinion. shouldn't leave a person the entire days of his life. Right, and therefore even the Chazal say even more that even as the Shas means a person is meant to be learning Torah. This is Torah even for a person who is in the process of dying in the tent. And this is a chiz of every person in Israel, whether he's wealthy, whether he's rich, poor, 
was healthy, sick, by Yisurim. All these categories are chayv to And more than that, the Gemara says that learning Torah is a panacea for all illnesses. It's a way for a person to recover. Even if a person is busy, he's tired with other things, nevertheless he's chayv to learn Torah. A person is mukhiv to teach his son Torah. The Gemara said if he and his son are both mukhiv to learn, who takes priority? And the Gemara says he does. Unless he sees his son so much more qualified or able to learn, then he is in his son with take priority. After a person dies, the first thing he's judged for is his application of the Torah or how much time he wasted from Torah. And for a person to amass Torah, he needs to have certain midas, such as humility. The Gemara says just like water was run to the lowest possible point, same thing in Torah, which compared to water, will settle in a person who considers him to be a more lowly person. The Gemara says a person is to split up his time into thirds, a third for Torah, which is Tanakh, a third for Torah Shabbat and a third for Gemara, which means Mishnah is another Gersus, says the Tchinuch and the, the text of the Mishnahs, which is rather well, and the third point is to understand and to argue and to discuss, which will be called Talmud. It's the responsibility of each congregation to make a school system with Malamna to teach the children, with a maximum of 25 in each cl- or to each teacher. A person shouldn't think we'll have more time other than then, says the Mishnah, he might never find the time. The person also doesn't have the future, my things might get more difficult than they are right now. However, a person tries to learn, and says to the and things don't interfere with him or affect him and stop him or prevent him from being able to learn. This mitzvah applies in every place in time to men, if you teach your son specifically, and therefore it's not Nagaya to ladies who aren't Mukhiv to learn Torah. Same thing, a lady is not Mukhiv to teach her son Torah. If she's not Mukhiv to learn herself, she's not Mukhiv to teach either. Nevertheless, a lady should make sure that her sons will be Tamil Khamim and not Ame Aret. And this is her reward in Alam Abba that she brought her children to learn Torah. Same thing, if a lady will learn Torah for herself. Even though she's not obligated to do that, if she would, she'd get rewarded. Nevertheless, the Gemara says a person shouldn't teach his daughter Torah. Because they're not going to understand the depth, they'll take them out of context. If a person doesn't teach his son Torah, well enough to be able to learn from the Zephyr Torah and understand what the Psukim mean, he's mevat of say. Same thing if a person is able to learn from himself, and he doesn't, he's also over a Mitzvah